Welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch, where we're totally rewatching Star Wars, and we're picking up right where we left off with the 2D Clone Wars series, Season 3. Here we go. Volume 2, if there's any confusion. Yes. Yeah, not confusing at all. Let's just make even more confusion. Isn't it Volume 3? <laughs> no, no, oh, Volume 3, which, Volume 2, which is Season 3. So. Volume 2 is Season 3. <laughs> is that, is that, yeah, it's per- yeah. made perfect sense. <laughs> But this was made much later. Like, oh yeah, so there was like a year between these, wasn't there? Yeah, it was like six months between the first two, and then about a year until the third. The animation looks slightly different, and they're longer. There's only really five episodes. Yeah, they're almost full length episodes. Yeah, fifteen, I think. But of course, uh, cool art troopers are back, making a daring rescue of the Jedi that were being hunted down by Grievous. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> sometimes yeah, there's, there's like a character that's very far away and they're drawn like a little blob. <laughs> it's just so fun. You see the clones <laughs> in the what are those ships called? The clone the ships. LA clone drop ships. Yeah, the drop ships, yeah. It's a gunship is what gun ship. Oh. But yeah, the clones are like these little stick figures basically. It's funny. But this ship I, I remember seeing Legos of this. Oh, with the, like... Pretty sure. Cool. It has, like, a painted mouth on the front. It feels like one of those World War II bombers where they would draw, like, oh, a face yeah. on the front. Totally. Just the idea of painted gunships. Custom painted gunships. Right, right. Feels very military. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a fun kind of side of Star Wars. I guess we see, like, the Empire, which is it's more of a... Authoritarian. authoritarian yeah military where the the clones are like american military kind of you know <laughs> or australian military actually i should say right uh judging by their accents here. <laughs> yeah new zealand yeah. oh is he new my bad. original actor is kiwi yeah so the nice uh, rescue operation they basically just come in and rescue them and like there's a whole bunch of talking successfully here. rescue the jedi who are still alive Yep, yep. Which isn't very many. Grievous right. took out most of them. Like six of them originally, and they rescued three. Okay, that's half. Yeah, that's not Who's left? Kiei Mundi's still around, and then... The uh... ones with names. Yeah. <laughs> right, Yeah. Right. Shakti. Ayla Secure. Ayla Secure. And Grievous collects the lightsabers of the dead ones. Oh, he's just so cool. So this is this flashback to Qui-Gon. Well, I don't know what this is. Yeah, is it a flashback? Teaching. They're on Dagobah in front of that weird tree. Well, right. It's a little bit weird. It's Qui-Gon Jinn and little Annie Skywalker. It's not really a flashback. It's more of a premonition. No, it's not even a premonition. Like a vision of an alternate future. Force vision, yeah. It looks like it's something that, like a flashback, like Qui-Gon took him there. Maybe it happened. Do we see more of that? I think that's all we see. Yeah, we just see one glimpse of it. What he's, He's telling Anakin... Something about facing yourself, right? And that comes up a few times in this yeah. season. It's like one of the trials that the, you have to pass before you become a Jedi Knight. You know, it's kind of off track, but when we covered The Empire Strikes Back, we didn't even really talk about that tree. There was just mm-hmm. so much other stuff going on. But any thoughts about it? What is going on with that? With the With what? the cave the force virgins <laughs> just that whole idea of the tree where it's it's like strong in the force somehow and it shows you things and um 
Well, again, I don't want to spoil things too much in the new Clone Wars, but oh, yeah. just you wait. There's another scene very similar to this. Okay. Hmm. Maybe we'll talk about it more then. So that's like one of probably many places in the galaxy that are strong points in the Force. Yeah, yeah like Ray has something like that in uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah, um, there's a there's a, a line maybe in this Jedi meeting. Yoda, or one of them, talks about testing the spirit, and one of the other Jedi says, facing the mirror. Hmm. And that made me think of Ray looking at right. herself in that mirror. It's like you're just confronting all the different parts of yourself, the good and the bad. Yeah. Something that Anakin doesn't really do very well. <laughs> nope. They're talking about making Anakin a Jedi Knight, and they're discussing his, well, he hasn't done all of our little tests that we make them do. And they're like, well, look at all the, look at all the stuff he's been fighting. Like, he's killed a Sith warrior and, like, did all this other stuff. And we need Jedi Knights is kind of what their argument is as well. Right. They're a little bit desperate. Obi-Wan says he's basically been facing the tests through all this other stuff right. he's been doing. But ability isn't really proof that you're a good Jedi. No. Well, they're also kind of just, a lot of them are kind of like, we need to follow the book. And, you know, right. <laughs> he didn't cross his eyes and dot his T's. <laughs> That's yeah. right. You know, I really liked that um, most or almost all the Jedi in their circle got to say something. Yeah. <laughs> they got to contribute because in the movie, there's two or three of them talk and everyone else just sits there in the background. Right. Kid Fisto does a smile. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark smile. <laughs> and you're right about the beard guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel he just he's so funny looking. Yeah. He's just the rest of like these cool, like different animal creatures. And he's just like, what? What is that? Like an owl, an actual owl, unlike Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then he's a snake. I don't know. And they all have funny voices. Anakin just walking the streets of Coruscant. That was a really neat scene. Yeah. Anakin in this crowd on Coruscant, all these different creatures. Kind of looks in a window and sees himself, and is like thinking about his decisions. I feel like. Hmm. I don't know. I just think it's a whole like you know he's a Jedi, but then. He's going to meet Padme, you know, and then he's thinking about who am I, kind of. That's what I think, anyway. Okay. Yeah, that could be. Say, um, look at the aliens that he is, that they're, they're zooming in on different aliens at the beginning of that scene. What I read online is that one of them is a Duloc. <laughs> like, that what? first, like, first one, green one that you see with the earrings. Oh, yep. Okay. Supposedly, that's a Duloc that somehow a made its way to Coruscant. Oh, oh yeah, Isaac, you didn't see the Ewoks Sweet summer series. child, you haven't seen Ewoks. They live on Endor. Okay. It's like another tribe of aliens that's always fighting with the Ewoks. They're pure comic relief. Yes. They're total jokes. Supposedly, there were a couple of random little nods to the old animation. Uh, the planet that uh, Anakin's on later is called Nelvan, and that's named after the Nelvana animation company oh wow so c-3po finds finds them hiding in an alley oh, this is weird very weird he's got his new gold plating they're like wow let's see it see oh, it's so weird. he's like oh i don't know he's wearing like a cloak whoa sexy <laughs> <laughs> exactly. very that was a really strange. funny scene <laughs> 
You got like that saxophone music or something. Oh boy. What? Especially like a supposed kids cartoon. Like it's such a weird. Right. Like I guess it's just done as a joke, but it's very weird. Very. I don't know. I don't know. Funny. I liked it. I liked how dumb it was. <laughs> but he's gold plated now instead of silver. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anakin becomes a knight. Yep. We see the knighting ceremony, which is very cool. I didn't know this was a thing. And Anakin has a cheesy smile on his face. <laughs> but they do it like um, like a knight knighting. Medieval knights. Yeah. yeah. Taps a lightsaber on each of his shoulders. <laughs> yep. Ah! Tries to singe, singe it. Just hope he doesn't sneeze. Oh yeah, yeah. Cuts off the That's... Padawan braid. Yeah, and he gives the braid to Padme. And she puts it in a box oh. with his Japor snippet that yeah. he gave her. <laughs> How romantic. Oh, and she gives him R2, I guess. Was it not his until now? She has a little yeah. hologram. Yeah. And it's like, here, I give you a gift. This droid. These two droids. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing the wrong method. <laughs> R2 is definitely her droid. All throughout oh, the oh, movies. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He seems like he's... He does whatever he wants. Yeah, but then R2 says in A New Hope, doesn't he say he belonged to Obi-Wan? No, he says he belonged to Obi-Wan. That's just because he needs to say that. Obi-Wan has R4. Oh, man. Anakin and Padme are married during this. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yep. That's why they both held their hands up to the window. (sighs) Right. That's how you get married. I'll have to remember that. Because episode two, didn't he still have his ponytail when they got married? Right. And now he doesn't. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, I mean, it works. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And then now it's like jumps way forward to right before the Revenge of the Sith. Right. He's got so episode three Anakin's era got the hair. long hair on. And right, it's, right. He's now it's like right before that movie, basically. Got that episode three hair. Yeah. yeah. And the same spaceship, too. Yeah. Jedi Starfighter. When did he get that scar? Did he just show up with it in the third movie? Yeah. I think it's just assumed... It's kind of weird that they have scars with all these advanced technologies that can just heal everything. They can easily just look at that scar. They throw in a little slimy but satisfying scene. Right. (laughs) And here we see Timon and Pumba eating bugs. They're on like a siege on this planet and it's raining. And Anakin says, here, eat some bugs. They're nutritious. They always do a good job of their characters, I think. I I don't know if Anakin's quite that lighthearted still, but like it's kind of both funny they're bantering right you kind of see their relationship i enjoyed it in the clone new clone wars too and like in the movies too they're on some planet on i don't know it's like a, a siege you see commander cody for a second Woo, my boy commander cody but anakin takes the initiative here and finds a sewer route into the city get a good what an incredible smell you discovered reference <laughs> classic yeah i kind of liked that anakin is just very resourceful and he's headstrong too but like he's getting the job done and i think that impresses a lot of people it's a lot of really short scenes where anakin is yeah. just saving the day yeah yeah he becomes like the hero of the clone wars yep bombad general <laughs> this guy a little glimpse of kashyyyk oh yeah that's is it chewy was it really makes you think he's got his bowcaster because if it is chewy then that little kid next to him would be lumpy (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh, 
it's canon. <laughs> no way, is it actually? <laughs> Everything's canon. <laughs> you also get a quick glimpse of some Max Rebo aliens. Oh yeah, they're just kind of jumping around to different planets. None of this really tied together. It's just kind of showing. It's just showing how the CIS is launching a bunch of massive assaults across many planets. We see this cool uh, training session between Dooku and Grievous. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's It's good to see this, where in episode three, you just kind of meet Grievous out of the blue. They kind of talk about him like he, he has had, he's been trained by a Jedi. Even he's though trained he's, by Dooku. He says he's been trained by Dooku in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I've been trained in the Jedi arts. Trained in the Jedi arts, yeah. Which really just involves like lightsaber fighting techniques, which he's very good at. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool to see him sparring against Dooku here. They also kind of build up how, I guess they kind of built him up a bit in the other one too, but how he's just such a great general. Not only does right. he, is he a Jedi killer, but like he's single-handedly been become a thorn in the Republic side because he's just winning battles from a strategic point of view. <laughs> from a certain point of view. <laughs> Seeing Grievous a lot more in this, and and Dooku and all of that, and especially in the later series, just the the amount of time that you see them, and they're the villains that you're always fighting, makes it feel like a bigger deal when they both get killed in episode three. Yeah, instead of just kind of like, oh, and they're dead. Yeah. Right, these guys who we kind of have just been introduced to, and oh, now they're gone. I remember thinking that at least after watching the, the longer Clone Wars series, uh... Then seeing episode three again felt like, oh, we're finally, we took out those guys that we've been trying to get all this time. Mm-hmm. Well, and like at that point, it's like, we won the war now, you know? Right. It seems like it anyway. I mean, they pretty much did. It just becomes the Empire. Yep. Right. They, didn't win. they, they definitely didn't win the war, but like, you know, at that point, it was just kind of clean up duty, they, I feel like. Yeah. Well, they won. They definitely um, won the war. I guess technically... Well, they killed all the Separatist leaders. Darth Vader well, did. He killed oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. leaders right. on Mustafar. You're right, you're right. We spend a lot of time on this planet, Nelvon. Yeah, so there's really like two storylines that play out from this point. This is Nelvon. Yeah, this okay. snow forest place. Yeah, and it's like Anakin doing his trial, basically, with some tribal people. Interesting. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with Clone Wars? I guess it does. Um, there's like uh, some of the uh, separatist people are involved. The Techno Union. Is that, yeah, the Techno mm. Union ship. The Techno <laughs> Union army. Yeah. And then the other plot is Grievous is kidnapping Senator or Chancellor Palpatine on yep. Coruscant. So I don't know if we want to talk about one of these at a time. Yeah, one at a time. Anakin's crazy adventures on this planet, which went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, okay, let's talk about this crazy adventure. <laughs> it felt so weird, like a total change of pace from like what the rest of the show has been about. Very. Different. I liked it. Yeah, it like slows way down. It kind of represents uh, what the trials kind of making Anakin do is slow down. Yeah, sure. I don't remember what exactly they call this part of the trial, but it's kind of like the... It's basically slowing down instead of just rushing into everything. And... Trial of the spirit. Yeah, right? This is the part where he's supposed to, I don't know, face himself. Yeah. But yeah, apparently it was prophesied or something that he would come here. 
uh, like a lot of their warriors have been disappearing. This, this like cat species. Yeah, basically all of them. You're saying it's the the what, like metal hand man is ghost gonna... hand. Ghost. <laughs> right, which is Anakin because of his robot hand. Clearly, Anakin. Funny idea. Therefore, that means Anakin has to go save their people. All by so himself. that's where the that's where his journey begins. Throw some leeches on him that paint some cool tribal tattoos. Yeah, all over his face and chest. Because why that's not? A cool idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think why not is the reason. Then he goes on his journey on some weird-looking creature, and yeah, he just finds some weird experiments. The Techno Union doing crazy experiments on people. Again, very similar to the later Clone Wars. He gets some vision of what he will become. Yeah, yeah. His cave paintings come to life. It just shows like a guy with like this super powerful hand, and he like is applauded by the rest of the the people because of how strong he is. But then it ends up killing all of them, including the girl he loved, yes, Padme or something, like symbolizing all this. Yeah, whether he transforms into a Darth Vader mask. Whether he interprets it as that, I don't, I doubt it. But like, it's basically saying what his future is going to be. Yeah, he's using his power uh, first for good, and then it kind of just turns to killing stuff. Yep. Well, it gets out of control, out of his own control. Exactly, it's it's just out of control. And he sees that in himself at the end, because he takes out the techno union leader, kills Mm -hmm. him, I don't think, and I don't think he would have had to do that, and he realizes that. But. Man, this part is weird. This part is so weird. I don't know. They've got, like, these alien warriors that they've been capturing, doing some kind of test on them, turning them into, like, big weird things. Chonkin' dudes. Cyborg like, things. Yeah, yeah. It's all kind of gross and kind it of... Is. This is, like, the part that made me say, I wouldn't show this to <laughs> that kid. The rest of it's, I don't know. It just just seemed a bit much to me. Right. It's a pretty, pretty nightmarishly horrific situation that happened here. It's like yeah. really terrible when you think about it. Oh yeah, I know. But he he, he manages to rescue these creatures. Yeah, but then then they have to like go back to their families and their kind of a sad wives reunion. and children are like what? They don't recognize them at first. They, but... I guess embrace them. Well, no, no. The uh, one of the kids says, "It's you. I know. I know you." And so they are, you know, they're welcomed back in, but they still just, like, look weird. <laughs> and everyone just kind of, I guess, is okay with that. Which they I guess you'd have, have to be. be. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Him. Anakin's hand gets kind of blown off, his robot hand, while he's destroying some power source. And then all, all of these uh, cyborg aliens see his hand missing, and they have, like, blaster arms, and they're like... Oh yeah, let's rip off our own blaster hands too, just like him. It's very inspiring, apparently. Well, and also they're like, we're not gonna be any part of what they tried to make us be, right? We're going back to ourselves. I think it also kind of shows like, so Anakin kind of goes crazy when he loses his hand in that thing, right? He's like really painful, kind of gets all angry and like kills all the Techno Union guys. To me, it seems like a little bit out of anger. You know, it shows him standing above all the guys he rescued, and they all start, like, chanting. He's kind of, again, foreshadowing his future. Like, he, he inspires people and leads them, but he does it in non-Jedi ways often. And when he comes back to the, to you know, brings them all back to their village, 
um, and he's talking to Obi-Wan. He's not happy. Like, he, like he should be happy because he saved all these people. But right. he's kind of like, yeah, I saved them, but he knows he didn't really pass the test. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's kind of like when he killed Ventress. Like, that shouldn't be something you're super angry about. And he's just really angry at himself, really, I think, because of how he does it. He knows he continues to do things the wrong way, but he just can't help it. It's actually pretty confusing to know, like, what they're trying to say here with all this. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that it's kind of vague. And I also am just, like, very surprised that they were allowed to show something like this as far as, like, Anakin's journey and, and seeing a darker side to him and stuff. Because it's, like... a dark side of him anyway, so it's not like it's any foreign subject. Everyone knows he's... But watching, like, these kinds of things where you, you kind of come out of it and you're like, did he do the right thing or was it bad, you know? And, and I think, like he's kind of in that same position of like very unsure of where he's at because then mm-hmm. in, in episode three we just kind of see that tipping point but it's it's good to see like yep. this it help it helps a lot to see like the lead up to that yeah it does because yeah other than him killing the sand people in episode two you don't really see it. it's like this nice happy-go-lucky little kid all of a sudden just kill everything <laughs> yeah it's, it's very very abrupt like daniel said tipping point this whole era of the Clone Wars battling, fighting, just leads him up to that, for sure. It happens more gradually than it maybe seems from the movies. Um, and Obi-Wan's given him some good advice, too, right? Is this where he's telling him, like, so you've seen stuff in yourself that you don't like? Well, that's, like, that's fine, that's true for everybody, but the decisions you make are what shape that. And, like, as you go forward, you make yep. better decisions, but Anakin kind of just isn't really, I don't know, like, doesn't want to hear it or something, or he's just too... I don't know what. Good. Good Other point, I guess I'm going to make off of that. I think some critical time of Anakin's development and Obi-Wan's teaching for him, all of a sudden they're just drawn into this big war and they can't really do it. You know what I mean? I feel like that little scene right there where it's like Obi-Wan's trying to kind of help him and guide him a little bit. Obviously, he's already a Jedi Knight, whatever, but he's trying to guide him a little bit. All of a sudden it's like, oh, we need you. To go fight more. Yeah, interrupted. And I think, I feel like a lot of his training was during that. So he was just kind of forced into, all right, now you have to be a Jedi Knight and make all these decisions. And he was just kind of, was not ready at all, obviously. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, last big storyline is, uh, do you want to jump to that? Mace Windu uh, flying a droid ship. Like a horse or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, riding on Bucking top of it. <laughs> All around course. Pretty funny stuff. Just, yeah, Mace Windu gets the most ridiculous scenes in this whole series. Right. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's just grabbing hold of some wires, controlling the thing. Yep, and riding it like a Bronco. Right. But yeah, the uh, Separatists are attacking Coruscant, which is a surprise to them. Surprise, to be sure. But a welcome one. But a welcome one. <laughs> for the Chancellor, anyways. Right. Ah, for him, it's a welcome one. Yeah. And not really a surprise. He's just like sitting up there yeah. watching the show from his yeah, window. That was just kind of waiting around to get kidnapped. Yeah, that was kind of fun, I thought, to see. Well, was... right. I mean it was it was his order as as Palpatine that to yep. have Grievous kidnap the Chancellor side of mm-hmm. as Sidious. 
gosh. There was kind of a fun scene where Grievous is like threatening uh, Palpatine a little bit, and he, Palpatine kind of like, "Well, you're you can't do anything to me. Your master would not let that happen." Does Grievous know? I don't know. No, nope, so. he doesn't yeah. know. There's something at the end where the two of them are just alone, and Grievous still does not seem to be in on the plan. He's just like, I'm taking you with me, Chancellor. You're mine, old man. I'm not afraid of you. You wouldn't dare harm the Supreme Chancellor of the Republic. Whatever would your masters say? You are lucky they want you alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just like that. He kind of taunts him knowing he told Grievous not to hurt him. (laughs) (laughs) Hurt himself. Grievous couldn't hurt him anyway. No, no, but Grievous doesn't know that. So that's just kind of funny. They think he's just some politician. What could he do? He gets Chancellor napped. Uh, yeah, we got an Ithorian Jedi as part of the rescue squad. And what's that? Uh, what's that guy with the little trumpet <laughs> mouth? That alien. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him in a cantina, you know. I love this. Uh, they're they're trying to get the elevator to go, and they're oh, just yeah. like standing there for a long time and so then the authorian just starts pushing the button really fast (laughs) they pause for a bit and then he's like okay let's keep pressing this elevator button hurry it up (laughs) that'll make it come faster right (laughs) it's some great humor but uh, the authorian has like a bunch of gills on inside of his head crazy and he's able to do like a force scream or something but they make it sound like only authorians can do it so it's kind of like uh well i mean the force, uh, their, 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 their species, you know, physicality kind of has an effect on how they use the force. True. I mean, like, per other things, force screams just like anyone can do force screams. Sure. But his are really powerful. Another level. And you get Grievous running down along <laughs> yeah. the wall yeah. of the building That's next so to their elevator. Yeah. Running down the side of the building. Then he shoots yeah. a rocket in the elevator at him through the glass right like right, right in the world it's all so over the top but they go all over coruscant mm-hmm. yeah they do it's there's one just... crazy chasing yeah grievous is like trying to fight against the the wind that uh the authorian creates with his force mm-hmm. thing he oh, kind of yeah. like bundles up grievous like contracts his arms into this little <laughs> capsule i mean it's so hard to explain it's just so bizarre looks like a chicken man they just there's so many like interesting ideas that they played with very creative stuff then we get to see grievous's guards yeah what are they called i can't magna guards magna guards yeah that's right for magna duels i should know yeah actually that's they were, that's my they were in uh, battlefront 2 <laughs> as well are they yeah Pretty sure you can fight at them, can't you? Yeah, yeah. You get the they little have a rocket gun, launcher. It's a little rocket pistol. They don't have their staff. staff. So. Gosh. I just want to say, I love how like when the armies are fighting each other, there's just lasers everywhere. Yeah. And I can't remember if we're going to go back to it or not, but um, we talked about people using their force powers more during battles, and Yoda is standing there throwing ships at each other. <laughs> Do you remember that? He's, like, pulling them around and making them crash. Yeah. Why don't they do that more often? Ray and uh, Kylo based off pulling a ship. That was kind of cool, I thought, mm-hmm. in the newest. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we see just how powerful Yoda is. He's picking up these huge... <laughs> yeah, the, the big lander ships that we see in episode one landing yeah. on Naboo, just actually crashing them together. 
this is force unleashed level stuff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah and then he rides this horse thing all over i don't know what that's about yoda's mount yeah i really don't know what that is. it's kind of hard to talk about all of this because it's all very visual Yes. And a lot of fighting scenes, and we could describe every single action scene, but <laughs> probably better off just watching this. See it for yourself. There's a neat scene like at a subway, right? They're fighting over these, basically, just subway trains. Please insert two Republic credits. <laughs> As they're going through, like, the, the, what is that, the turnstile? Turnstile, yeah. Then they go into some kind of pod thing that's going to take them to, like, a hangar that they have a ship like a skate bunker yeah yeah they're gonna evacuate the chancellor and shock t stays behind to fight a whole bunch of magna guys. a whole bunch of them yeah so we get to see an awesome fight scene yeah that was crazy with her and then she follows them well they they retreat and then she realized that something must have happened they're falling back well exactly like we find out all along it was uh grievous's plan to kind of trap them and I wonder how he knew exactly where they would go. Right, right. He knows exactly where their escape route is. They were doomed to fail, as we probably suspected. Right. What we knew, because it's leading up to the beginning of the of the Sith, so we know he gets captured. When Palpatine just falls back while he waits for Grievous to finish off these Jedi. Falls back into the shadows. His expression changes when he's yeah, in the Yeah, it's kind of like the senator, and then all of a sudden gets to the shadows. It's like, yeah. This is my plan. All part of yeah, the plan. Something that we see in this is we see people actually like sort of throwing their lightsabers and having it cut stuff. We don't really see that except for the video games. A saber throw. Yeah, it's like all over the place in video games, but never in you know. Movies. You spin it around and it comes back to you, right? Like a boomerang. Man, can you imagine boomerang lightsaber? Oh yes, please. That'll be the next thing. This was pretty interesting. Mace shows up, and like Grievous has been talking normal this whole show. And not coughing. And then Mace shows up and, like, crushes his spinal cord or something. Yeah, because, right, in episode three, we uh, Grievous has that cough. This is Grievous in his prime this whole time. But, yeah, Mace Windu, like, crushes his torso armor. I don't think they follow that in the Clone Wars. I feel like he's coughing no. the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, but, he is. I mean, minor thing. And, yeah, it leads into Anakin. Ends with Anakin and Obi-Wan flying to save Palpatine. It's the same shot of uh, here they're zooming out above the planet through all those uh, spaceships fighting. And that's exactly where episode three starts, mm -hmm. right? Zooming back in. Yeah. Very cool. You could play those back to back. The opening scene of episode three, which we will watch for next time. Hey. Yeah. Oh, definitely have to give this a yub. But you guys? Oh yeah, I'd give it a yub for sure. Is that some other uh, alien language? I don't know what that word means. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Thanks for listening, and we will be back with Star Wars Episode Three very soon. That'll be fun. May the Force be with you.